welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, and today on the podcast, I want to talk about why the language that you use, the words that you use really matter, and some quick swaps that you can make. Now, the Girl Tries Life podcast, for the last time, is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I say for the last time because in a week, I'm moving to Victoria. I'm moving to BC, so I will no longer be in Alberta, so I can no longer be part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Um, But I want to say a big thank you to the network, and particularly to Karen Unland for having me as part of the network. It's been such a joy for me to get to meet other podcasters, to learn how they do what they do, to celebrate their creativity and their contribution to the world. And I'm so blown away by what Karen has created and how she's brought people together and really supported independent podcasters in a way that is hard to find. Um, I know she supported me in my business and, and in the work that we do and has amplified the voice of this podcast. So a genuine heartfelt thank you to the Alberta Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Unbelts, the Edmonton-based business that makes the comfiest stretch belts around. Unbelts also make cloth masks, and I've seen quite a few of you sharing them over on Instagram stories. You're going to need more of those, whether you're heading back to school or just living in a city that requires masks indoors or on the bus. Unbelts masks are designed by serious perfectionists. The masks follow all the latest World Health Organization guidelines. They're ethically made right down to their components, but most importantly, they're super comfortable, even if you have to wear them all day. Unbelts masks have elastic straps that go around your head instead of your ears, though you can add on optional ear loops too if that's your thing. They've got a nose wire that keeps your glasses from fogging up. They've got a waterproof performance shell on the outside and an organic cotton lining inside, and you can put a filter in between. They come in all sorts of colors and four sizes. They've been featured in Parents Magazine, Elle Canada, and they were even named Best in Edmonton. And guess what? Unbelts is a certified B corporation, which means their business is all about giving back. All September long, for every mask and kids belt they sell, they give a, bit, they give a mask to Alberta schools in need. So what are you waiting for? Head to unbelts.ca to order your masks today. Shipping is always free and you can enter the code APN for a free mini laundry bag just for you Alberta podcast listeners. If you're an Alberta teacher, click teacher discount on their homepage for 20% off. Excuse my cat on your entire order. Once again, that's unbelts.ca and enter code APN. On this episode of Girl Tries Life, we'd also like to tell you about what's new with our friends at StoryHive. Since 2013, Telus StoryHive has funded productions and supported emerging filmmakers with mentorship and guidance from the National Screen Institute. The StoryHive program has brought hundreds of films to life from creators in Western Canada. StoryHive is committed to supporting underrepresented filmmakers and stories, which is why we want you to jump in on the opportunity. StoryHive's documentary edition is back. They're looking for documentary pitches from Alberta residents that highlight extraordinary citizens in your community, big or small. Successful pitches will receive $20,000 and customized mentorship to produce their project. Applications are open until October 7th at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Check the eligibility requirements and apply now on storyhive.com. Okay, so as part of the Stressless Habits Challenge this month, it is all about getting productive without burning out. So how does language play into this, you might ask? It's because words 
frankly matter. The way you describe your actions, beliefs, and choices defines how you feel about them. So here's some quick language swaps. There's five of them that I want you to consider. Number one, switch from I have to to I get to. Now I am guilty of this on a regular basis. I have to pick up the kids. I have to run this errand. I have to do this project. I have to get the podcast done for next week. I have to do the dishes. Have to makes anything and everything feel like a chore. So just start to notice this for yourself and what happens when you change it to I get to. I get to pick up my kids. I get to see their mostly smiling faces that it's me collecting them at the end of the day. I get to have flexibility in my schedule that allows me, in general, to do both pick up and drop off if needed. That's real privilege there. I get to record next week's podcast episode. Like this platform is such a privilege that I get to share my insights with you. And when you all reach out and you comment or you rate the podcast or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it fills me with such joy and purpose. So yes, I get to do this great thing. I get to do the dishes. (laughs) Okay, this one is more of a stretch. I hear you. But those dishes mean that we had a meal on the table and food in our bellies. So I get to clean up with the privilege of not worrying where my next meal will come from. Start noticing your I have to's and make the switch to I get to. Number two, the word just. Just ditch it, okay? Just is the worst four-letter word in my book. Like, I'm just a teacher. I hear people say, I'm just a nurse. I'm just their mom. I'm just doing my job. I'm just fill in the blank. Just is minimizing your contributions and identity. You're not just anything. You are. Your actions aren't just anything. You did them. I want you to be confident in yourself. And I know, trust me, I know that confidence doesn't come easily to everyone. But you build confidence by doing. And in this case, by ditching. Ditch the just. And I want you to start start to notice how you feel. Number three. Not, insert bullshit word, enough. (laughs) I'm not smart enough, thin enough, creative enough, confident enough, rich enough, strong enough, blah, blah, blah. I don't mean to like make it sound like blah, 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 I don't care. I've done this many times and the word enough is just so charged. And it, it, in many ways, it feels like you're giving yourself an out. If I'm not smart enough based on some imaginary standards, then I shouldn't even try, right? There are very few situations in life where you have to meet a very specific criteria. If you're not tall enough to ride the ride at Disneyland, that's real. (laughs) But not being smart enough or experienced enough for a job, that's not exactly real. I have sat on a few hiring committees now, and I've seen plenty of people who are smart enough on paper, and I haven't hired them. Not because they didn't get a 4.0 GPA, but because the full picture wasn't there enough, whatever you're saying enough, whatever you're feeling not enough about, it's just one piece of the information, right? You are a whole human being. You're evolving. You won't even stop growing until like, you know, that final day. So enough is not a real thing. 
If you want something, go for it, regardless of what you think those imaginary standards or the bar is. Again, unless it's a ride at Disneyland and you're not tall enough, almost anything can be learned, adapted, or developed over time. Or, funnily enough, you might even find it wasn't necessary in the first place. Number four, I want you to examine your shoulds. I remember someone saying, stop shooting all over yourself. And they were right. We use the word should to describe what we think we ought to be doing, saying, experiencing, versus actually acknowledging what we are doing. If you genuinely want to be doing something and you find you're not, then ask yourself why it's not happening. Don't ask from a judgmental place because judgment leads to like zero answers, but instead lean into that curiosity. Why is it not happening? What's the barrier? How could you do this differently tomorrow? Stop saying you should do, be, or act a certain way. Either do it because you want to, don't because it doesn't actually matter to you, or discover what's the barrier and proactively remove that barrier. Okay? And last but not least, number five, write your goals in the present tense. Language again, right? Future tense, past tense, present tense. There have been scientific studies to show that when you think in the present tense, your brain looks for evidence to support your beliefs. So let's take one of my 2020 visions. Part of my 2020 vision is to become a more patient parent. (laughs) Well, when I phrase it that way, I want to become a patient parent. That become allows me to push that off indefinitely into the future. If I switch up my language, however, and I say I am a patient parent, then my brain is going to look for the opportunities to make it true, to show me when I have been patient instead of like brushing off my progress, and it's going to make me look for opportunities for improvement in the future. If I want to make a six-figure salary, I need to shift it to I make a six-figure salary. And all of a sudden, my brain has to look for missed opportunities that I can reclaim or examine what does work well for me in my business right now. Like when it's a dream, it's off in the distance. When it's present tense, I actually have to do the work in the here and now to make it a reality. It becomes action-oriented. So those are the five things I would suggest. I'm just going to wrap them up again really quickly to summarize them. I have to becomes I get to. You need to ditch your justs. (laughs) You need to ditch the I'm not, insert whatever the word is, enough. Examine your shoulds. Stop shoulding all over yourself. And write your goals in the present tense. Language truly is key. It's how you think. It's how you communicate. And words matter. So start using words that empower you to achieve your goals, to manage your stress, and to boost your confidence. These take time to start catching, uh, especially if you're in the habit of beating up on yourself, but I know you can do it. Start small, make the shift, grow from there. And again, if you want to join in with the Stress Less Habits Challenge, go to stresslesshabits.com. I guarantee if you do these things consistently, you're going to see a whole lot less stress over time. Have a fantastic week and we will catch up next time. 